Hello, my name is Monique Camella. I am a trauma-informed feminine empowerment, self-love and relationships coach. I created the Good Girl Unleashed podcast as a way to support you on your journey to liberating yourself from limiting beliefs, trauma, suppression, so that we can all come home and live authentically and unapologetically. I support my clients and my community with resolving trauma, releasing suppressed emotions in a safe, supportive way that allows them to reconnect to their authentic self and create a deeply fulfilling life and rich, nourishing relationships. I'm so grateful that you're here. Let's dive into today's episode. Today, I want to dive into the three phases of relationships. So let's start with the honeymoon phase. Who remembers the honeymoon phase where everything's really exciting, there's a lot of passion, a lot of spark, uh, a lot of excitement, and everything's new. And it's, it's like you can't stop thinking about them the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed. You're wanting to message them constantly, waiting eagerly to connect again and to meet up with them and to go on another date. And it's such a beautiful time and often the sex can be really amazing and really passionate and intimate and just all of those sparks flying. And then there's a moment where that starts to shift and it's like you become more comfortable, more familiar and things start to feel a little bit more maybe habitual and you kind of end up going through the motions maybe you've moved in together and you're kind of just doing life and you've kind of lost that spark a little bit all of a sudden you start to find that everything you loved in the beginning triggers you the most now and has become an annoyance or some of the things that were happening in that honeymoon phase have just stopped happening. Maybe you're not connecting sexually as often. Maybe you're not going on date nights. You're just kind of doing life and it's become routine and maybe a little boring or that spark has just maybe started to dwindle or go out. You might start to feel like you're just roommates or maybe there's a lack of feeling at all you may also find that maybe that love is still really there maybe that love has deepened that connection has deepened maybe you're even feeling more safe in the relationship now that there's more like security and stability and like you're in this together but it feels like there's something missing or you're getting triggered a lot all of your stuff is coming up and Maybe all of their stuff is coming up and there's a lot of clashing, a lot of conflict. Maybe you're struggling to communicate, to express your needs, your desires, your boundaries. It's kind of like the second phase is a bit sticky and there tends to be a lot more challenge. And when that kind of spark has gone out, we might start to question, is this really the one? Is this the relationship for me? what am i what do i do from here um and we may be starting to look for some solutions or do some of our own inner work especially if you're noticing your stuff is coming up your old patterns your limiting beliefs your fears 
um, past traumas and different things, feeling triggered a lot. If you've listened to any of my work before or any of my um, previous episodes, you'll hear that I do talk a lot about triggers because this is a big piece that I work with with my clients to really support them to understand what is beneath this, what is at the core of this trigger, what is it revealing to you? Because if you're getting triggered, it's actually telling you that there's something unresolved within you. It doesn't mean that the behavior of another person is condoned. It's not about taking responsibility where it's saying no one else is at fault for any of the actions they're taking. But when we're getting triggered, we're getting triggered because something that is unresolved from our past is being poked. And it really takes us out of our center where we're able to maybe acknowledge or address that situation in a more productive, efficient way. So if an action that your partner is doing is inappropriate or abusive or wrong or anything in any way, we um, need to be in our center to take action, to set that boundary, to ask for the need to shift this situation. But often in a triggered state, we kind of get swept up and lose ourselves in the intensity of the experience. And we can get lost in limiting beliefs, which can cloud our judgment, our clarity and our ability to choose the next action step. And so it's a it can be a really, really challenging time. And I feel like this is why many relationships fail the divorce rate increases because we kind of get stuck in phase two. And maybe we buy into the story that this isn't the one for me because X, Y, and Z, but maybe there was a communication breakdown. Maybe there was an inability to express your needs, to ask for what you need, to communicate the kind of relationship you wanted to build with that partner, to set boundaries and let the partner know this is what's okay this is what's not okay and vice versa because we all have needs we all have desires we all have this visual or this vision of the the relationship that we want to create but it's a co-creation and we need to work together if we can't communicate what we need what we want it's gonna be near to impossible to actually create that relationship together and i find this really all starts with you how are you communicating to yourself how is your relationship to yourself because often what will happen is we will actually attract a partner that is going to offer us the opportunity to see what we're attracting, where we're attracting from, the wounds that are unresolved, but also give it'll give us the opportunity for deep healing, for deep self-awareness. So if we have a lot of unresolved trauma and patterns and limiting beliefs, and we're create we're calling in that partner from that wounded space, and where we often recreate past emotional experiences that are unresolved, which are giving us the opportunity to heal them. But if we don't have that awareness, we're like, why do I keep attracting this? Why does this keep happening to me? What is wrong with me? And we go into the stories, we go into the trigger rather than 
taking that opportunity, that message, that gift of like, this is what's happening. This is what's unresolved. This is what we need to do to move forward. So if we can start to shift into like that compassionate curiosity of what is this revealing to me? What is here for me? What do I need to support myself through this? Especially if you're getting triggered, what is this trigger revealing to me? And these inquiry pieces are going to really help you to get clear on what's going on so that you can have more clarity of what to do next what you how you can communicate to your partner how you can let them know like oh i got triggered because this is coming up and you can start to open that space of open conscious communication because a lot of the relationship breakdowns whether that's your intimate partner family friends colleagues children it's the communication we struggle to hold space for ourselves and we struggle to hold space for others we struggle to listen to ourselves and we struggle to listen to others we feel like maybe sometimes we know what's best for another but we're not even taking our own advice so we're more than happy to be like you need to do this you need to fix this and we're so busy focusing on what the other person's flaws are imperfections and what they need to do because we're avoiding or distracting ourselves from what is here that we need to focus on that we need to work on our wounds our pain our limiting beliefs our traumas from the past the parts where we're projecting a lot of the time we're like blaming and pointing the finger at someone else doing something and we're actually missing that in some areas of our life we're doing the same thing and so this is this phase two of relationship is kind of like what it felt like for me was sometimes like this big can of worms of like just starting to see all of the stuff that i had buried deep within me and i've been really blessed to connect with my now partner that's been such a catalyst and space for me to explore this but also my willingness to go into that and to get curious and it definitely wasn't the perfect journey there were a lot of fumbles and falls and challenges on that journey but I've learned so much and um, that's the place that I'm sharing from I'm sharing from personal experience of what I've done to step into a conscious relationship it definitely wasn't a conscious relationship to begin with but we co-created that and we worked through that and all the work I did leading up to it and all the work I've done through the relationship all the work we've done together the communication we've worked on has allowed our relationship to flourish and step into phase three and phase three is a really really beautiful place and I often say it's better than the honeymoon. I feel like sometimes it feels like this grieving process in phase two of the honeymoon phase. It's like we're trying to get back to the honeymoon phase for so long, trying to reignite the spark, to have the passion, to have what we once had. And we're trying to go backwards rather than moving forwards. And we're avoiding doing the deep inner work because it's uncomfortable. It's painful at times. It can be challenging and it can be really deep. I highly recommend working with someone to move through that, regardless of what stage you're at, we all need that support. So did I, so do you. 
And so when we step into phase three, it's like we've integrated a lot of the wounds and the blocks and the stuff that was creating a lot of that tension. And what happens is it's almost like you get all of that incredibleness from the honeymoon phase, the spark, the passion, the intimacy, the connection, but it's on a much deeper level. What I found was like the honeymoon phase is almost a bit superficial. You kind of like swept off your feet in love and almost like a little bit lovesick or blind and you're not really seeing all of the things that are going on. You're just kind of swept up in the experience, which is a really beautiful experience. But what I found was with phase three, it's like all the work that I did in phase two allowed me to drop into this deep feeling of I am safe. I'm safe in myself, in my body, in the world and with my partner. I'm safe to open up. I'm safe to express. I'm safe to ask what I need to set boundaries, to communicate, to take radical self-responsibility when I do something that was not okay. Maybe I crossed a boundary and I can be like, oh, that didn't feel good. And maybe I crossed my own boundary. Maybe I crossed their boundary. And we still have our challenges, our fumbles, our falls, our pieces that we're working on. Phase three doesn't mean we're done. It just means we've moved into a space where we're now able to communicate. We now have much more understanding about ourselves, our partner, the dynamics we're playing out. When we get triggered, we address it very, very differently. And it doesn't create all of this heightened conflict and disconnection that lasts for months or weeks. In the past, my partner and I would get into an argument or a experience where one of us would get really triggered and then the other would get triggered and it would just be drawn out for months where we would just have this like really big wedge between us. And it was almost like we were living side by side in two different worlds. Whereas now it's like, yeah, we can still trigger each other. We can still have stuff come up but we can navigate it much smoother, much faster and still come back together and honor the relationship we've created, honor one another in our process, acknowledge where maybe we messed up or we made a mistake or we said something that wasn't kind. Um, and then the other piece is like, because of that depth of safety, connection and trust that you build, and the awareness that allows you to have more compassion for each other holds deeper space for each other. You'll find that your connection deepens, your intimacy deepens, your, your connection sexually deepens. And what I found was sex became a healing experience where I was able to actually heal trauma and limiting beliefs and my heart would expand i'd feel rush of energy moving up through my body it was no longer just like in the honeymoon phase it's kind of just for me it was like really base chakra pleasure focused and now it feels very expansive very heart opening um sometimes there can be tears shed or laughter and just the the trust that there is there now is so much deeper and so it's such a beautiful place to get to but it did take a lot of work on both sides and so sometimes we might struggle if we're in a partnership where that our partner maybe isn't willing to do that work isn't willing to acknowledge their stuff and wherever you are at on your journey whether you're 
currently single, maybe you've just ended a relationship or you've had a series of relationships that didn't work out and you're having this recurring pattern. Maybe you are in a relationship or a marriage or somewhere in between. And it, I would just want to let you know that it always starts with you when your relationship with yourself strengthens, deepens, expands and becomes more loving, compassion, where you can hold space for yourself. You're no longer beating yourself up. You're feeling connected to your authenticity, your ability to express and communicate shifts and expands. You'll find that your relationships around you start to change and transform as well. It ripples out. It truly does. Your inner world reflects outwards. Your external world is actually a reflection of your inner world. So when this shifts, you'll start to notice things in your external shifting as well. You might find that it's easier to connect with family, with friends, with community, to express in a calm, confident way, to, to set boundaries and different things. And you might find that people are more receptive to you and more respectful and maybe even actually feel more drawn to you. Some people may not feel drawn to you because it's confronting to them to see someone in their power in their authenticity and it might be a mirror for them that maybe they're not there and that can be really challenging we never know exactly how this ripple effect will take place but what i have witnessed for myself and for many others that i've been working with it is incredibly powerful incredibly worth it and You'll notice your whole life shifts when you start to work on your relationship to self and especially with your intimate partner. Moving through those different phases has been such a journey and I've learned so much and it was always such an honor and a blessing now to be in a place where I get to share that. Thank you so much for listening to the Good Girl Unleashed podcast. If you are loving this content, go ahead and subscribe to be notified of upcoming episodes. Please leave a five-star review to help me get these powerful teachings and practices to those who need it. If you would like to submit a question or would like to know more about how we can work together, send me an email to info at So much love to you, beautiful human. Until next time.